Hi, how's it going? Um, yeah, this is uh, this is Justin and uh, the Royal Shining Troop podcast crew. Uh, so <coughs> What's good, dog? It's your boy, <laughs> Sorry, Tim Cubby. Uh, yeah, my bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome, one and all, to the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are very glad to be with you this week. We have a guest on the podcast, our hey. very own Jacobo Jacob Call. Jared's brother will be on the pod. This is a very fun, energetic one that you will not want to miss. We are going to be talking about BYU football and the new hirings and the new hype surrounding the program. We are going to be talking about a team that dribbles a round ball that is, for whatever reason, associated with Brigham Young University, much to our chagrin. We are going to be talking about seats and whether or not they are hot. Hey. Before we get into the episode, though, we do want to give a quick shout out. We are starting a bowl picks group, multiple bowl picks groups. You right. can find the links to both of those groups on our Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you're joining them. It's going to be a lot of fun. The winner will receive a box of Cheez-Its through the mail, courtesy of the United States Postal Service, who does not sponsor us. You must live inside the United States. Yes. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Loyal2RoyalPod. Make sure you are downloading the episodes, sharing them with your friends. This is going to be a lot of fun. We can't wait to get to it. Let's boo. Go Tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Don't forget that strike! Let's back this booler. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go wild. Let's man. go, baby. Let's go. Welcome in listeners to a additional episode of and podcast. And podcast. Oh, a additional for and podcast. Yes. Welcome. Love it. Welcome, welcome. All you come one and come many. We're switching up English morphology here on the podcast. So. Yes. It's proper English, obviously. Yep. If you're a linguist, uh, you might want to turn off now. The king's English is being used passively. Um, all is right. that a queen joke? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. First thing. We got some things to get out of the way. We do. Which yes, we do. means doing something like hanging up Christmas lights or turning on Christmas lights. Okay. Depending on how technologically advanced your house is. Mm. Some people, you just push a button on your phone. You got all sorts of combinations. Other people have to pull out the ladder, climb onto the roof, and do it the old-fashioned way. Risk your neck for that sort it of thing. It is quite risky. Um, yeah, what we're talking about is housekeeping. <laughs> Let's do some housekeeping. Uh, first off, we're going to start with uh, some... Uh, let's get in our accents here. Yes. So proper, proper football. Um, please please do. Proper. Proper. Yes, very well. Let's put some beans on a toast. Quite now, we're, we just must talk about that the U.S. men's national team lost to the Netherlands right. in the round of 16. The My match. question now, as an American in my American accent, is the World Cup over now? Uh, like the World Cup's over, right? Yes and no. For us Americans, yes. But for all of you footy fans out there, it is just getting started. Ah, right. Yeah. For those of you who like to avoid ties, mm. now is the time to start watching the World Cup. Absolutely. It but is a, yes, oh, no, it, oh, that, the lads, the lads are coming home empty-handed. Unfortunately. Mm. Uh, I I will say 
I think this was a success for the U.S. men's national team. Obviously, we would have loved uh, to advance. But in the Netherlands game, it was just fairly obvious that they're just a better team. We yeah. are not on the <laughs> we are not in the top tier of proper football uh, right. on the world stage right now. Like we can hang, but when there's a team that needs a win, as Netherlands was, England when we played them didn't need a win, right? We still played very well against them, but when we're playing a Class A team, it shows that we have no striker. We don't have anybody that can get on the end of the crosses and. We're just not there yet. That's that's what I'm going to say. But advancing out of the group stage was a win for me that, in my book, this is a good World Cup for the men's national team, something to build on. Yeah, I agree. We were certainly outmatched against the Holland-Dutch-Netherlands players. Um, nowhere more than our coaching staff, I must say. <laughs> <laughs> our players on their best day can hang with a team like that, but their coaching versus our coaching – Night and day difference. Their coach knows what he's doing. Wasn't their coach like knows ball. literally like turning into ash? Like he's like ninety years old. Um, I don't know if he's quite at the ash level <laughs> yet, but I think he's old. He's getting up there. I don't know his age. He's experienced, you might say. Quite, yeah. quite experienced. Very experienced. Yes. Yeah. A, a learned man. Yes. Yes. Uh, anywho, uh, our round of eight. Has now been decided. Oh, All right. We do. have a phenomenal group of eight, if you would. An elite Quarter eight, finalists. even. Elite eight. Uh, yes, so we have Croatia versus Brazil, which has already happened by the time you're listening to this, unless Brazil. you get up and listen at 6 a.m. when the Friday morning. Comes out. Uh, and then Friday at noondi, uh, we got Niederlande versus Argentina. Oh, mm. boy. Messi. Um, and these, the winner of these two games will play each other, which I think is very interesting because oh. obviously Brazil and Argentina are going to be favored in that one. Yes. And on the other side, we have Morocco-Portugal, who Portugal and Morocco both on fire. Yeah, Morocco winning in penalties over Spain. Spain is the third Spain. straight World Cup that they've left <laughs> because of penalties. penalties. Apparently, like, <laughs> Spain practiced 1,000 penalties before the World Cup to avoid losing in a yeah. heartbreaking fashion. And then yeah. lost on that. I think they that. practiced a little too much. To <laughs> they put too much tape out there. <laughs> too much tape. Too they much were, thinking. They were too robotic. Not they weren't kicking. loose enough. Yes. They weren't loosey-goosey. Uh, the Morocco keeper deserves a freaking statue. That man is insane. And then yep. you have England and France in what would only Classic. be... That's like Georgia-Ohio State in the CFP, right? Yeah. It's like... It's, it's incredible. Anyway, I think it's funny because you have the European powers in Portugal, England, and France on one side, and then you have the South American powers in Brazil and Argentina on the other mm. side. We're mm. setting up for a classic South America versus uh, mm. Europe final, which mm. I can always get behind yeah. continental wars. Classic yeah. 1492 mm. stuff right there. <laughs> exactly. Is it a revenge match? Where's Mor- is Morocco's oh, in... Morocco is just south of Spain. Africa. Yeah, I think it's Africa, Africa right? Yeah. Yeah, so we need to get Morocco in there. Yeah. Hey, that would be fun. They are on a tear right now. Their defense is very good. Um, I don't know what you guys feel about this quarterfinal. Personally, I'd love to see Messi do well, mm-hmm. obviously. I like him as a person. Yeah. It's much more likable than Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Everyone Ooh. knows Apparently he stacked. sucks now. He got benched. He got benched. Yes, he got benched. And Portugal scored six goals. Yeah. <laughs> his club and his national team benched him hmm. so ho- hopefully Messi does well mm-hmm. and then Brazil I like everyone except Neymar uh, <laughs> that's so. an interesting take <laughs> yeah 
I don't know. It's it's honestly gonna be fun just watching it. I'm not super strongly invested in any of these teams, but I also have to shout out Portugal. It's kind of like Brazil. Mm-hmm. Besides Ronaldo, this Portugal team is fun, and they're yes. they're a nice mm-hmm. group of guys. Yes, pretty likable. Uh, Pepe, uh, the old man, literally looks like the sag that's just <laughs> hanging off of like a goblin king. Yep, that's him running around, and he's freaking scored. <laughs> Last goblin game. mode, he's <laughs> going goblin. Yeah, uh, could we get a Messi Ronaldo finish? Mm. And they just they take everybody else off the field, and it's just Legacy Messi versus Ronaldo. Game. If it goes to penalties. They have them be the keepers. <laughs> they <laughs> shoot on themselves. Yeah, it's just oh, it's just they, it's just, just them switch. too. That'd be awesome. Ronaldo would have a sizable size difference in that one. That's true. Yeah, isn't Ronaldo like six foot four? Or yeah, and Messi's like Messi's five a foot short four. King. <laughs> we love a short love king. It. Anyway, fantastic, fantastic World Cup Group of Eight. Anything else from this one? I think personally. I'll be rooting for all of the teams to win because yeah. goals, 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 galore. Yes, sportsmanship. FIFA fair play. Rooting yeah. for the game. Yeah, except Netherlands because they beat us. So yeah. not the Netherlands. Down with Netherlands. All right. Yeah, I mean, aren't they already down? Is, it, is that why they're called the Netherlands? True. Got him. All right. Uh, shall we move on? Let's shall. Let us shall. We have some big news. For you guys, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. You guys don't know this yet. (laughs) You guys have not heard this anywhere else. It is first announced on the Royal Strong Magic Johnson style breaking news. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jay Hill, the former Weaver State head coach, former Utah assistant, Mm -hmm. uh, hired as the defensive coordinator at BYU and associate head coach and associate head, not assistant, associate. Head okay. coach. We have like a Dwight Schrute situation going exactly. on. Exactly. We do. We do associate have a Dwight Schrute. To the, to the associate to the head coach. Nope. Uh, doesn't that just mean he works with the head coach, technically? Yeah, I mean, he's basically like a co-head coach. It kind of, it's the exact same role that Ed Lamb played. Okay. Which is interesting because mm-hmm. this is the second straight FCS coach that we have hired to fill that role. The only difference is that Ed Lamb was a sub-500 coach at SUU. And he's, by the way, back in the FCS. Yes. Uh-huh. And um, our boy Jay Hill... Was like a 700 more or less, and has been to the FCS playoffs like four times straight. So. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk about what Jay Hill's done at Weber State? Yes, absolutely. Because Please. I don't personally. I I don't follow Weber State football at all. <laughs> That's fair. I don't think there are Weber State sports fans besides like family members. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, da- Damian Lillard. Oh, yeah. true. Weber exactly. State. <laughs> Weber State's Jay Hill did some very impressive things there as a head coach. He did. He took over in 2014. Mm-hmm. Eight straight winning seasons. Mm-hmm. He went to the big. He went to the FCS playoffs six times. Mm-hmm. Six out of eight. Six, six out of eight. Out of eight. Mm-hmm. Wow. He won the conference, Big Sky Conference, which is a great FCS conference. Oh, it's an Montana, conference. Montana State. Yeah. yeah, very strong. He won that four times. Mm-hmm. He won FCS Coach of the Year in 2020. Mm-hmm. And every year since he's been there, Weber State has had a top 20 to top 10 defense. Yeah, just last Love year it. alone, Weber State led the FCS in almost every relevant statistical defensive category. Wow. They were number one <laughs> in just about anything that you could think of that actually matters on defense. They were at the top. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Happy to have him. It's a pedigree. Not ba- and one thing that people really like about Jay Hill, this is one thing we should mention. First of all, phenomenal hire by BYU. Yep. Nobody thought that Jay Hill was going to leave Weber State for BYU. Nobody, nobody thought that. But we got him, and we paid him well. $1 million. Reportedly, 
a million dollars, which for PNR assistance, a million dollars? Seven figures. That's good. To put that in perspective, Alabama's defensive coordinator makes $1.1 million. Ooh. We are paying real-time money. Let's go. Anyway, about Jay Hill. Jay Hill is an incredible recruiter, especially here in the state of Utah and in the Intermountain West. When you talk to ex-UNLV head coach, who was the high school coach at Bishop Gorman, one of the premier high schools out west, he said that the best recruiter that he had ever seen on his campus was Jay Hill. Jay Hill has phenomenal connections all throughout the state of Utah, all throughout the state of Idaho, and other states in the Intermountain West, West Coast, South as well. He has connections with coaches, and he will get guys into the program. Jay Hill has already said that there will be a huge emphasis in getting guys that have been in-state going to different programs coming here instead. And one thing about that too, he, when he came here in his like his introductory press conference, one of the first things out of his mouth was that he said he was excited to recruit yep. at BYU. I, I don't know about you guys, I don't hear many head coaches coming into programs or assistants, anyone coming and saying they're excited to recruit as one of the first things, right? They always say, I'm excited to be a part, I'm excited to win, blah, 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 blah. He's excited to recruit. And so having that emphasis is great, especially considering the D-lines that we've had for the past six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been trying to think of a word to describe the feeling of Jay Hill versus our previous staff. Um, the show the first nameless. one is obviously refreshing. Mm. Uh-huh. Because our previous staff, you know, they've been together for a pretty long time, mm-hmm. some of those guys. You might even say too long. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would say too long. Yeah. A little um, complacency. Had to very much complacency. Not a lot of, I don't know, development Motion. progress. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's very refreshing to have Jay Hill, a guy who can clearly organize a defense to play well. Um and we have a couple of other hires that I'm excited about as well. One of those hires is Kelly Papinga. Kelly Papinga was a graduate assistant here at Brigham Young University. Played linebacker here. Played linebacker as well. Won two Mountain West Conference Championships while he was here. Then he left with Bronco Mendenhall to coach special teams on that Virginia staff as well as defense. Last year, he was at uh, Boise State where he was the special teams coordinator and a defensive coach as well. He is being hired here at BYU as a special teams coordinator and as a defensive assistant. The position that he will be coaching thus far is undetermined, and it's not known whether he will be specific to one position. But in the past, he's been a phenomenal linebacker, recruiter, and coach, having recruited and coached up the likes of Fred Warner and Kyle Van Noy. And he recruited those guys as well, which is huge. Again, we have a guy in a huge role that has an emphasis on recruiting. This guy says he loves to battle with recruits. He said that when he went, um, when he was at BYU and then he went to Virginia, one of the biggest things that was different for him working at a P5 school is that you go from recruiting six to 10 guys per position to you're recruiting 12 to 20 guys per position. And he said he loves that and he is ready to implement that and get that going as BYU moves into the Big 12. So I am very excited to see the recruits on the defensive side, especially. Take a step up in the big time with these two new hires of Jay Hill and Caleb Papinga. Yeah, I'm actually very excited to see how recruiting will change. We've heard rumors and stories of how BYU's recruiting has been lackluster. It's, it's a little more of a hands-off approach, which I'm sure some kids do enjoy. But they're not like constantly like texting you and being like, hey, good game. How are you doing all this stuff? Now we have some coaches that are a little bit more energetic Aggressive. when it comes to recruiting. 
Yeah. And one of the things that I saw from the press conference that I loved is Jay Hill and Kalani Satake worked together under Kyle Whittingham on the Utah staff, and they recruited together. And they were talking about how they were excited to recruit together once again, and Kalani was saying, it's just like it's two old guys trying to feel young again, going back to what they used to do. Him and Jay hitting the recruiting trail. I absolutely love to hear that Kalani is excited to be recruiting with Jay Hill, that Kelly Papinga is excited to be in these battles with premier programs. Because you got to remember, when we won Kyle, uh, sorry, when we won Fred Warner over, we won him over USC and other programs, other top five, other uh, power five programs in the West Coast. So I'm I'm very excited to see what happens. Yeah. Now with all this turnover on the coaching staff. Ooh, nice. Some Defense of you. Turnovers? <laughs> That's a good, Unintentional. good transition. Some of you might be feeling a little nervous or a little worried about the changes that are happening, especially if you are Coach G fans like we are. Mm-hmm. But rest assured, um, per source, Coach G <laughs> is going to be staying on the staff this season to coach our defensive backs, which is great. He's he's one of our best position group recruiters. Yes, you might say. absolutely. We've so that is one position that we've recruited very well over the last like yeah. two or three years. And it's not from a crappy source that we're getting this. Uh, he literally <laughs> said it in his press conference. <laughs> Jay Hill said that Coach Guilford will be retained. Yes, he did say though that the other two defensive coaches that are still on the staff, because Ed Lamb has left the program to go be the head coach at the University of Northern Colorado, UNC. The likes of Kevin Clune and Preston Hadley. Their jobs are not guaranteed, and they are currently under evaluation. All right. All right. I trust this guy. Yeah. I, I really do. After seeing what he did at Weber State with, let's be honest, the caliber of players you're going to get at Weber State may equal or exceed those of a certain team that is also in Ogden, but it will not equal the players that he can get here. So I'm very excited oh, yeah. for this. I think there's a very high ceiling for BOU. <laughs> Baker Mayfield just ran three yards out of bounds and then slid and took out like an assistant ball boy. <laughs> and a slide tackle right into his Baker Mayfield, the goat. He was like five yards out of bounds. There's no... <laughs> anyway, oh, I'm boy. very excited. Um, as far as like what we want to see from him, I know he said a lot about being aggressive. He basically bagged on the old D coordinator that we're not going to mention. <laughs> a little bit. He yeah. said... We are not going to be passive. We are not going to let offenses come at us. We will go to the offense. We will dictate the game on the defensive side of the ball. That is the biggest breath of fresh air for us Cougar fans. That is huge. Um, What do you guys, and collectively as Cougar Nation, what do we want to see from him in year one and also just moving forward into the Big 12? The first thing I want to see from him is I want to see him live up to his promises Obviously, like he wants to be aggressive. He wants to attack. He said that he doesn't want to just bleed slowly and let the other team gain yards like it did in a drop eight scheme. But obviously, he doesn't have his personnel in yet. There are going to be times where he is going to have to drop eight. And he said one of the things I loved about him is that he didn't say, this is all we're going to do. He said in one of his press conferences, look, some quarterbacks are very uncomfortable versus drop eight. Some are very comfortable versus drop eight. Some are comfortable versus pressure. Some are uncomfortable versus pressure. It's all about studying your opponent and finding out what makes life the most difficult possible for the opposing quarterback. So I want to see him change the defensive scheme game to game and really, like, I want to see a different scheme game to game based on what what the opposing offense is running because that's not something, quite frankly, that we saw at the beginning of the year. We saw the same defensive scheme over and over and over again, and three, four games into the season, 
opposing offenses has already figured it out. So that's all I want to see. I want to see some variety on the defensive side of the ball. We're going in the Big 12 next season. Yes, we are. Mm. And with that being said, I think any more recruiting classes in the 60s, 70s, 80s of the recruiting <laughs> rankings, and we will be torched. Yep. <laughs> we will... We'll be like Kansas before they got good. Before Kansas. Yes. <laughs> Kansas before this season. That could be us. Pre-2022 Kansas. Exactly. So I want to see us land some recruits that have you know, multiple, several P5 offers, guys that other schools actually want, <laughs> not just guys that you know we can get to agree to play for us. And like Justin said, I wanted to see our coaches make adjustments on defense, you know, game to game series by series, you know, all of the above. Um, yeah, and I'm very confident that our staff can do that. Mm-hmm. Things are trending up for the BYU football program. I agree. I hope. I, what I, do you want to see, Jared? Buy some stock now. I just <laughs> Buy stock now. You heard it here first. Buy Dan stock. Dan just called it. Buy stock. Buy stock. All right, everybody, put those cheeses to work. <laughs> um, I would just want to see buy-in. I want to see buy-in from the players. I think it's so easy to see that this year especially – we just saw players checking out. Yep. Players stopped playing, stopped caring, yeah. right? And they were so done. Honestly. Yeah, they were, yeah. The defense was done like six games in, five mm-hmm. games in. Yep. Um, I want to see that change. I want to see our players play with passion, play like they care, and I want to see it for four quarters every game. Whether we're playing Sam Houston State, whether we're playing Arkansas and Fayetteville, or whether we're playing TCU at Horn Frog Stadium or whatever it is, and rivalry week, right? Uh, speaking of, we don't know when the Big 12 Cuzzle is coming out, but... Supposedly next week. Should be yeah, any day, rumored right? very soon. Next week, and maybe. also rumored that we are still actively trying to expand into the Pacific time zone. Yes. I, it better not be Gonzaga. Gonzaga is just another mouth to feed. It's probably the worst catch interference I've ever seen. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. All right. Anyway, uh, any last thoughts about Jay Hill? I, we got a lot to talk about, so let's move on. I will say one last yes. thing. Yes. Uh, it's kind of related to Jay Hill. We got our boy Ed Lamb, who left for. <laughs> oh my goodness! He just tackled him. <laughs> he tackled. Well, him. he got like pushed into him, the ball. Like, came in his up back and plate. Him. Yeah, no, that's absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Ed Lamb has left to the University of North. Uh, sorry, UNC. Yep. Yes. Not the University of North Carolina. New head University coach of, of Northern Colorado. One thing we should mention is that he did take DJ Williams, a defensive mm. graduate Who? assistant, with him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I will say, like, I actually like DJ Williams. Apparently, the, the DBs really liked him. He was a yeah. defensive graduate assistant, played DB at Utah State, and was a really good guy. Uh, he will be joining Ed Landstaff as the full-time DB coach. All right. Uh, moving on to other departures from the, uh, mm-hmm. uh, from the I guess, transfer portal now. We're moving into players, not coaches, not mm-hmm. the coaching carousel, but yep. rather the transfer portal. Yes. Two different things. The portal. Um, we got some big ones. Obviously, there are a couple, like, no names, like Campbell Barrington, Tate Romney, Terrence Fall. Uh, the Fonos, we heard the whole dilemma in the Arkansas <sighs> game where Coach Funk's wife screamed at Spencer, and so Logan entered the transfer portal. Spencer's going to Utah. Every- both of them to the U. Yes, yep. they're both they're going both to the like- U. Four star guys, D linemen from Utah. Linemen. Yep. And another thing I saw go to Utah. Another person I saw go to Utah. Lavani Damuni, yep. son of Jack oh, Damuni. No. Yep. Also transferred to Utah. That sucks. So that's bad. Um, if you ever cheer for Utah, and I'm I'm speaking to both you two and also to the fans, 
you will get a personal slap in the face from me. <laughs> this is why we don't root for Utah, because they steal our freaking players, okay? This is not allowed! Yeah, it's, it's very sad, honestly, <laughs> when this happens. Like, so sad. I'm not from Utah, obviously. When I first moved here, this is the first time I've ever heard, like, oh, we want Utah football to do well because it's good for the state of Utah. <laughs> what kind of, like, altruistic <laughs> bullcrap is that? We did not need it that. Is not, who cares if it's good for the state? We care if it's good for our team, and it's not good for our team when Utah is good. I want Utah to lose every game, fall off the face of the planet, get relegated to division, to... What what is, what's that other division? Uh, NAIA. Yeah, I want them to get relegated yeah. to NAIA for all I care. There is no reason we should be ever cheering for B, for Utah at any point. Yep, I 100 percent agree. So this, I feel like this used to happen at least with recruits, like yeah, five six years ago, especially in high school. Mm-hmm. I remember. Oh yeah, a lot of Tinku guys were going to the U instead of BYU. Brinkovi. Very sad. Yeah, but I feel like it kind of stopped. BYU started to gain some momentum. Yeah. And then this happens again. It's, it may be an isolated incident, you know, with this Hopefully. family. But I hope it's not the start of a new trend and a reversal of how it used to be, like, a few I mean, years ago. It's hard to compete with a team that has won two straight Power 5 championships well, and is going to the Rose Bowl twice. That's like, true. As much as we want to Power discount five. the Pac-12 oh. by ourselves, like, <laughs> the reality of the situation is, is that the recruits see it differently. They yeah. see the Pac-12 as a legitimate and, conference. And I think it's culture. I think it's culture, right? Yeah. They, they notice there's a huge culture problem at BYU this year, mm. and so that's why they're out, right? Hopefully we can fix that. Uh, one other transfer we should mention, Jacob Conover went to Arizona State. Uh, we've kind of been hearing Shocker. rumors of this. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand. His whole his whole life story is kind no. of a mystery to me. <laughs> I don't get it either. And then, like, <laughs> what a funny he character. He had like, his like custom-wrapped... 1998 mom minivan yeah. that was wrapped Sailor Coop. Yeah. yeah, and then he asked, like, where can I get some, like, tires that aren't snow tires? And he's like, relax, guys. This isn't a transfer announcement. And then a day later, transfer <laughs> announcement. Transfers. <laughs> yeah. He's going to Arizona State, uh, Sun Devils. My wife's a Sun Devil fan. I really hope that he's a starting quarterback there because that would be fun. Yeah. It would be very funny if he just balled out. I'm just going to say it. I Karma. hope it does great. I hope it does Karma. great. But I also saw DJ Uyunglungabunga <laughs> took a visit to Arizona State. And so wouldn't that be so just Jacob Conover to transfer to Arizona State? And then DJ Ungabunga, a terrible quarterback, comes in and starts over him. Oh, <laughs> you know what would be the funniest thing, honestly? Like, I've, I've heard, like, people wanting this to happen. Jaron Hall goes to the draft, and obviously we need to get a quarterback from the portal. Yeah, I've heard people say on Twitter, like, <laughs> what if we get – you know, a guy that started in the Big 12 before that's proven oh. that he can have success. Okay. What about okay. Spencer Sanders? <laughs> I oh, would literally no. <laughs> throw the Brigham Young University football program off of a bridge. Bad like, idea. I would pick up the entire IPF <laughs> and throw it off of Squaw Peak. Like, <laughs> like, it is, like, if that happens, or could you imagine if DJ Ukulele Oongalunga Boonga came here to BYU? <laughs> okay. I hate that. I'm actually so excited. We, we have to ask the question now. We need a quarterback from the transfer portal. We're not going to get it out of Cade Fennigan, right? Unless we want another James Lark situation in 2013. Ooh. I don't know. Maybe he's the GOAT. I, he Phillips? could be. Soul J. Yeah. We wouldn't know because <laughs> they never get also, a chance anyway. Who the heck's going to start in the bowl game? Is A-Rod just going to walk himself out there and be like, no, you guys can't play. Jaron Hall is in a boot. We saw him today at Legends Grill. He is in a boot walking yeah. around. There's no way he Co- plays. Apparently right? Fennigan is banged up as well. 
How? I heard that Fennigan got he get like, hurt his ankle in practice somehow. <laughs> Slip on the ice? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our, I mean, Billups and Soljay, like, they're eligible to Billups. play, right? I don't know. We got Chauncey Billups. <laughs> Chauncey Billups. <laughs> yeah, we have Chauncey Billups here on the uh, anyway, oh, moving into the Big 12, who do you guys want our quarterback to be? <laughs> if you could pick one, Graham Mertz is off the table. <laughs> Nuts! Nuts! So what are all the options? Okay, big options. Multiple we got choice. DJ Ukulele Hoda. Yep. We got um, Drew Pine from Pine, Notre yeah. Dame. That's actually a pretty okay. decent name. We got Spencer Sanders. <laughs> we got Damn. JT Daniels. Again? Mike, yeah. Mikey Keen. Mikey Keen. Okay. Brennan Armstrong. Brennan Armstrong. Oh, that's true. Brennan Armstrong. He's a lefty. I don't want to see that. Oh, Luke Altmyer of Ole Miss. Austin Reed from Western Kentucky. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Yeah, we got Luke Altmyer. Hudson Card is in the portal. Yes, Hudson Card. That's right. (laughs) If we could somehow get him to come here. That would be kind of funny. Uh, And Devin Leary. Uh, The NC NC State State guy. Yeah. Lest we forget. Okay. I'm just going to go out, strike Devin Leary from the record. Okay. I want no part of that, man. Don't give it to me. All right. Uh, can we can we just unanimous, unanimously strike Spencer Sanders as well? Yeah. Okay. I, I don't want that. It's not good. It would I mean, be funny. It would be, it would be like, it would it be would like be comedy gold. It would be re- the return of Riley Nelson, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but just slower and more turnovers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would be the funniest? Too funniest much. would be DJ Ongalungabunga, right? Yeah. For our podcast sake, that would be yeah. hilarious. DJ Ongalungabunga for the touchdown. I'm sitting to BYU. What a move. I think Luke Altmaier would be incredibly interesting. Mm-hmm. That'd be Here's fun. the thing. Would any, of these, would any of these QBs be interested in coming to BYU? <laughs> I don't know. Like... I- it's, it's a fair question. There's a weird read on it, like because like you used to think, okay, only like LDS and like super Christian guys are going to come to BYU, but it, that hasn't been. The Zach history. Wilson came. That hasn't. <laughs> yeah, the, the mom banger. There, there hasn't been. I mean, the past few transfers that we have gotten have been a pattern of getting non-member guys that want that just want to play football in a true football-focused environment. So, I mean, from the list that we've mentioned so far, I think the most realistic option, as much as I don't really like to say it, is uh, Pine. Drew Pine. Drew Pine. That's true. Notre Played Dame. an independent program before. Knows the situation. We're going into the Big 12, so it's a conference that, you know, he's never been in a conference before. Oh, he's down. Uh, he's down. Never been in a conference Darn. before, so. Of, he's he's <laughs> played like in yards. a restrictive religious environment true. before. True, true. Yes. So, of all the people on the list, like, the most logical fit, in my opinion, is Drew Pine. Okay. I can see Not it. the most yeah. exciting fit, but the most logical. I, I wonder what he's looking for, because... I, I don't know if it would be exactly a lateral move for him. Um, I my hope would be Luke Altmaier, just because I I see the little bit of explosiveness from him when he played in the Sugar Bowl against Baylor at the end of the 2021 season. There were flashes of greatness, and I think A Rod could play to those strengths if he just found his head, pulled it out, and put it on. I agree. Yeah. Um. Yeah. A lot of intriguing names. Let's see what happens. Yes. Yeah. We we need something. We, we do. There, we need we, some help. We do need something. Uh, and, and in the running back room as well, at least for uh, depth's sake, right? Yep. So, I don't know. Uh, let's move on, though, because we have to talk about this. Men's basketball. <laughs> it is probably do we the, have to talk about this? The oh, biggest boy. story. Ohio State playing host to Rutgers. They're down 
three with like seven seconds left. They get the ball, half court, banger at the buzzer, 4-3, Ohio State wins 67-66 on a buzzer beater. And that's it. Yeah, that's college basketball. Should we talk about a intramural rec team that currently wears Brigham Young University jerseys? Okay. Okay, sure. This sounds fun. This sounds what, interesting. What's this team you speak of? So this BYU basketball team, if you can even call it that, uh, quad four loss at home to South Dakota by one point, oh, even nice. though they were down by like 30. It, it was at Vivint. It was at Vivint. Oh, sorry. But neutral that's site, neutral true. site. But it's still a quad four still loss. Still quad four loss, which is even worse. Home. And <laughs> then we play a UVU who is down this year and <clears> lose by 15 at home. Yep. After having a six point or eleven points at one point lead yep. uh, in the first half. Yeah. In the second half, uh, we our three point percentage was in the teens. Mm-hmm. Thirty percent from the free throw line. Let me repeat. Thirty three zero percent from the from the free throw line, and more than ten turnovers. All of this in the second half alone. That's a bad half of basketball. UBU That's a bad beat us, stomped on our logo in the middle. And security had to prevent UVU students from rushing the court. <laughs> oh my god! And and there was an alley oop, and the guy dunked on Foose, and he Shaq nutsacked him. Oh, he no. nutsacked he him. He nutsacked yep. all over the back of his neck. I did oh, not see that. That yeah, was nasty. He got nutsacked. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He did. Dude, what is wrong with this BOE basketball team? The fact that they're on the freaking court to begin with. Yeah, <laughs> we're just bad, honestly. There's no way around it. Bad team. We're bad. Yeah, it's bad. bad. Hey, but we set a program record for threes made versus Westminster. Yeah, that's true. Hey, if we just play D2 schools all the time, we're great. If we drop down the D2, do you think we would like win the D2 championship? Oh, yeah. We'd hit 19 threes a game, dude. We have, like, realistically, though, do you think we would win the D2 championship? Oh, heck no. Do you think the D2 (laughs) champion could beat us on a neutral court? Uh,. Any given Sunday, yes. If this is the NBA and we play 195 games, we'd probably beat them a majority of the times. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's probably fair. Uh, here's the big question. This has been going around. My uncles specifically were asking about this, and I told mm. them we would we would talk about this. We would address this, this subject. This is the question. The Pope. Mm. The Catholic Mormon Pope. Mm. His name is Marcus Aurelius. Marcus, Marcus Aurelius Popius III. Yes. Is he on the hot seat? Hmm. We and I remember at the end of last season we talked a little bit about this because they underachieved last year. Certainly. We knew this year was going to be hell in a handbasket, right? Obviously, there's not a lot to work with. He's got a ton of transfers coming in. He hasn't got his own guys in there because of the whole mission thing, right? This is only his third year. What do we think now, Jacob? My brother is here. He's screamed down from Ogden. Pull up a chair, Jacob. We're just talking about this. Jake, you're going to love this. We want to hear your opinion first. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Coming in. No thinking ahead. No thinking. Just just straight up question. Is Mark Pope on the hot seat? Yes. (laughs) He is. Care to explain? We can't be losing to schools that don't have football teams. (laughs) And we can't be losing to UVU especially. Okay. They got, they're just gross all around. Um, it's nasty, frankly. And, you know, last year was kind of a poo-poo year. If he doesn't turn things around, if we don't make the NCAA playoff or do something. If we don't beat Utah, when do we play Utah? Mm-hmm. Next week. Next, Next week? week? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we don't beat Utah, then I think we're going to see the mobs come out with the pitchforks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, 
All right. You know, those are my thoughts. Off the rip. Well, well welcome. <laughs> Thank you. My thoughts on this are pretty complicated. I do think he's on the fan hot seat, but I don't think he should yet be on the administrative hot seat. Okay. Okay. Um, obviously, you know, th- there's a lot of things going on. The Marriott Center is starting to look like the freaking Utah basketball. It is the like, Huntsman Center. We need yeah. to start hanging curtains because <laughs> bring in the drapes. <laughs> yeah, no bring in the drapes that we hang no over there. the freaking scoreboard for like the, you know, yeah. the, the video at the beginning. Oh, yeah. yeah, we need to hang that just over the like an entire sixty percent portion of the Marriott Center. Make it like the devotionals where they just like yes, fifty percent. The reason I say he's not on the administrative hot seat is this. We all know that when he inherited this program from the previous head coach, Dave Rose, the program was an absolute freaking shambles. Yeah. He Dave Rose left nothing. He left the cupboard bare. That 2019-2020 magical year was a couple guys that were from the Dave Rose era, and the majority were transfers that were brought in. Okay. Now, the, the one concerning thing that I'm seeing is that, you know, Mark Pope's starting to get his recruits in, starting to get his guys in, starting to develop some guys. But the transfers he's bringing in, it doesn't seem like he's been great at evaluating their talent because they have not been contributing. Or yeah. bringing that talent out of them on the court. Exactly. Right? That, Helping them yeah, fulfill that, that potential. So it just everything is so non-cohesive. If we don't see a change within two years from now, though, he's got to be gone. Yeah, I, I also think it's a little early to fire him. If this weren't BYU and all of his recruits were, you know, playing for him year one, it'd be a different story. But we have a lot of guys who are went on missions two years behind. Dallin Hall is just coming back. Mm-hmm. He's had some good games. He went you know, uh, like two him. of twelve from the field last oh, game. Yeah. So Dallin Hall did not yeah. this game. Not his okay. best game. Oh, Richie good. Saunders is looking good too. Richie True. Saunders. True. Yeah. Well. His his play is looking good. I wouldn't say he is a good looking person. <laughs> his three point right. shooting form is the weirdest thing I've it ever seen. It is so like, weird, right? He literally jumps up and smashes his knees together as hard as he possibly can. It's like the weirdest. Like he closes his legs so fast, and I do not understand. Oh, to clarify, to clarify, when I said he's on the hot seat, it really just meant I'm pissed off. <laughs> specifically, I think that's that's right. he's, he's, he's on Jacob's crap list. Yeah, yeah, he's on my crap list. He's on the naughty list. No Christmas for Mark Pope. <laughs> Cold. It's getting cold. He's what getting do you guys cold. think of the take? I've seen this take out there on Twitter that you know part of Mark Pope's team sucking thus far have been a result of just a lack of top LDS talent in high school basketball and college basketball in general. Hmm. The like past, there's just not any out there. Yeah, like there's no like Eric Mikas, Tyler Hazes, TJ Hazes, yeah. Jimmer Fredettes. Like they're just not out there. The best LDS basketball player out there right now is currently a sophomore at Mississippi State who averages like 12 points a game. Or Colin Chandler, who's in the middle of nowhere, yes. Africa. And then yeah. we got guys that are on their missions. <laughs> so like, but like LDS guys that are actually playing basketball right now, there's just not elite yeah. level guys out there. So how True. much can you contribute that to the fact that BYU just hasn't had a great program thus far? That I think that's a little bit of it. I don't think that's yeah. an excuse to be made, but I think that could be a contributing factor, right? Because we're uh-huh. used to getting yeah. those like... The Lone Peak 3 that worked out so beautifully, right? Mm-hmm. Eric Mika left for the draft like four years early. And then <laughs> TJ Hawes went bald at BYU. And then we all know Nick Emery's story. Throwing punches. Yeah, throwing punches and yeah, going wild. Then we got TJ's commission. Legendary. Anyway, just to kind of put a bow on this. What do you guys do? Here's the race for BYU basketball now. It is the 500 race. I've had this conversation with my dad. <laughs> oh boy. Will we go 500? A, on the season, and B, in conference play? Mm, because I think those are two shoot. very different questions. Yeah. But I don't know which one will be harder. <laughs> so, mm. we play Creighton next. 
who was yeah. ranked but like lost two games in a row. Yes. Yeah. What do you guys Which think? Head scratchers. What's 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 our view on mm. what's going on immediately next? You know, who the frick knows, to be honest. Exactly. <laughs> Didn't we play San Diego State pretty close? We, we did. did. At San Diego State. Well. Yeah, USC. Like USC played, played well. USC very close. Yeah. We beat and Dayton. We, oh, we beat Dayton, all right. <laughs> after coming back yeah. down like 26. But oh, I don't know. With Creighton, you never know. You never know. Because, like, we could show up for big games like football, and then we play poo-poo teams and just get destroyed. So okay. who knows? Is my my prediction, you know? <laughs> Dan, what do you well, I think we'll lose, but who knows if it'll be closer by a million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I think with this team, I think that's dead on. <laughs> like you never know what you're gonna get. We could make a new uh, school record three point made, or we could go freaking twenty five turnovers. <laughs> who knows what'll happen? Crane, they can be good, but they've been down lately. Yeah, maybe we I have mean, an opportunity. But that's what I want to see. Same game, I want us to break the turnover and three-point made record. <laughs> Same game. It could be like BYU women's basketball. They had 32 I, I turnovers. I heard that. And there they won by 10. There, was, there were people at, at Utah State. State talking about that. I remember because I had, had a class with um, uh, a girl who like works the games. Like kind of what like Jared, what Jared does. She's like, they literally just kept handing us the ball. We just didn't know what to do with it every time we had the ball in our heads. And I was like, wow. yeah, she said they had like close to 40 turnovers. And I was like, what the They're going to study that for generations to come. Yeah. How did you do such a thing? That's a formula. The good news is this. We will definitely go at least 500 in our next four games because we play Creighton uh, in Las Vegas. So. Then we play Western Oregon. Okay. I didn't even know there was a directional West Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, directional Oregon. Then we get Utah. Okay. Uh, okay. Nervous. At home, though. Yeah. Nervous. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then we play Lindenwood. Lindenwood. I don't even know if they're division two. Is in Linden? <laughs> it's like Stevens Henniger. So this is yeah. how it's going to go. We're going to lose to Creighton, and we're going to lose to Utah by a combined, like, 74 points. <laughs> and then at Western Oregon, we're going to make 23 threes, and Lindenwood, we're going to make 25. And then the next game versus Weber State... We'll go 0 of 25. Not so fast, my friend. Oh. I say we split Utah and Creighton, and we split, split Lindenwood and Western Oregon. That's better. Uh, Sounds just, right. I have a nugget. Ooh, oh, nugget. nugget. Nugget time. Lindenwood is in Missouri. Oh, okay. okay. It was founded what as the, the Lindenwood School for Girls. That's how it started. Wait, what? You're kidding me. If we lose to Lindenwood, Mark Pope's on the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> they probably have boys now. Oh, girls' school. Wow. I mean, that'll be an interesting one. That'll, Just that'll... to see which gender shows up. Yeah. Yeah. No. Will it be boys? Will it be girls? Will, Will it be, be a co-ed team? Oh, that'd be cool. That would be awesome. Yeah. Right. You know? is, there, is there a rule in NCAA that says you can't have a co-ed basketball team? Like, I know it's technically can you have basketball. Girl, can you have girls on college football? Yes, yes yeah. Yeah. you can. It's Sarah, Ful- was Sarah, Sarah Fuller? Sarah Fuller? Vanderbilt? Vanderbilt. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 But can you do it on a basketball court because they have sanctioned women's basketball? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that's, that's a question. Mm-hmm. I think I'm that brings up, well, that, that leads us to a more political discussion, one that I don't think yeah. any of us here <laughs> want to have. <laughs> At the core of both games. Uh, I'm going to try out for the women's basketball team. All right, that will... Yeah. Turn some heads at Utah State, that's oh, for sure. Yeah. They'll, oh, love they'll love it. They'll love it. They'll love I that. Googled it, and all I'm seeing is some um, very science-based explanation. Uh, Scient- Scientology, <laughs> what you might say? Science. 
Yeah, but as you say, there is no rule against it. Until I win the national championship in women's basketball. Then there will be. (laughs) The the Jacob rule. Yeah. (laughs) Jacob rule. All right. (laughs) That's basketball. Our team is bad. More political. Yeah, let's move on. This is an interesting conversation we're having here. Backtrack a little bit, maybe. I can't believe we spent Brittany like Griner? 20 minutes talking about oh, BYU free. basketball. So you're back. Yeah. It's not even basketball season yet, and we're talking about BYU basketball. <laughs> yeah. That's bad. Really Our who's true. back of the week, Brittany Griner. Uh, yeah. yeah, she's back. Welcome she back. Is back. That's all we got to know. She's yep. back. Welcome home. <laughs> that, that's it. We'll leave it there, folks. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> uh, college football, the season is officially over. Mm-hmm. We all we only have bowls left. The regular season. Yes, the regular season. So is Army Navy a bowl game? No, it's it technically a regular, regular season. season. Game. Okay. Yeah. So regular season is not over. Word. Not over. We still got a service academy <laughs> game. <laughs> Can't forget those <laughs> uniforms, by the way. We're going oh my gosh, Army tanks versus astronauts. Yeah. Army is sick. sick. I yeah. think Army already won the uniform matchup. Army absolutely won that. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. freaking sick. Yeah. Freaking dope. Anyway, moving on. It is time for the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, all right. A football game on the TV every day and I don't have any more words for the song. Okay. Um, Beautiful. <laughs> we have our picks final standings. Okay. It is time for the big reveal. Oh. I choked so bad. <laughs> so bad. Uh, let, let's just swear we left it last time. Set the scene. Set the stage. <laughs> Justin, I'm excited for this. Justin and Danny, they were tied. We were really? Tied. Neck and neck. I was like... We were, what? It, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Okay, no, no, you go, you go. They were tied, okay? Okay. They were tied. Uh, I was like half a percentage point above 500. I was fighting the 500 battle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, know, you, you don't want to go on the wrong side of that. And we suspended the fans yep. to see if we could get a better winning percentage than they could. <laughs> Very <laughs> corrupt of us. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Mickey Mouse schedule. Wow. Fans. <laughs> so it's like FIFA. <laughs> I went five and six. Uh oh. Big time. Fifty-one point one percent. Point oh one percent. So what's your final record? I I beat it. Uh, final record was seventy-five, seventy-two, and one. Three games. What is a one? What is a one? It was a draw because we, we called the England USA, USA game. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, Dan and Justin. Oh, Joe's so bad. Dan's doing a little dance because he knows he won. Been serenaded in the background. So badly. Yes, Katie's piano music is raining Dan in as the reigning champion. Uh, Dan went six and five, finished at fifty-seven point seven percent, eighty-five sixty-two and one. Justin, four and seven, unfortunately, oh, no. eighty-three sixty-four, two games back, fifty-six point four percentage. And unfortunately, none of us were still able to beat the fans. Hey, we all had more wins than the fans. I True. won. I won. Turns out. No, you were suspended. Yeah. yeah. Still, sus- fans are still suspended. Fans are still I suspended. I sold my golden Ooh. pants for a tattoo. Just yes. Jacob's Troy Smithing it over here. Oh yes. Yes. Uh, that that's a violation. But um, congratulations to Dan. He has won the regular season. Regular fix. season. True. Okay. Right. Clap it up for Dan. Dan, do you have honor. any remarks? Um, sometimes you get lucky. This was not one of those times. Oh! Hey, <laughs> Daniel. Pure skill and knowledge led me to this win. <laughs> uh, all right, let's jump into a, a little Champ Week recap then, shall we? Yep, there were some interesting games, I would let's say. get ready for it. Let's talk about first, I think, the elephant in the room that we got to talk about. 
Pac-12 championship game and the Big 12 championship game. Because they were the right. two championship games that had playoff implications. USC, who was ranked number four, and TCU, who was ranked number three, both taking on ranked opponents. USC taking on Utah, and TCU taking on Kansas State. In both of those games, the playoff-bound team lost. Mm, yeah, those were some upsets. Very upset team. Upsetting to some. It really was a moral dilemma, I would say, for moral me. Moral dilemma. Because I was in a pickle. Because as much as I wanted to root for one team to lose, USC, mm -hmm. I was rooting for them to lose. I couldn't. I couldn't bring yeah. myself to do so because of what would happen and which team would win. Who were they playing? So I ended up <laughs> exactly. full-blown fight on Trojans the whole time. And let me say, Caleb Williams can suck it, okay? <laughs> Frick, Caleb Williams. Frick the whole USC team. They suck. I have a lot to say on this matter, actually. Kyle okay. Whittingham sells his soul to the devil, dude. <laughs> yep. I literally saw the meme that was like Kyle Whittingham right now, and he's like texting Satan, like, yo, what's up? And Kyle, and then Satan's like, no, I can't. They're already getting suspicious. Not again. He's like, what are you doing Saturday night or Friday night? <laughs> Listen, uh, USC, up to that point, they had 10 missed tackles, 10.1 missed tackles. Through the season. Okay, maybe that's per game, yeah, I per think. Game. Per mm -hmm. game. 10.1 yeah. mixed tackles per game. They had 22 in like three quarters, dude. <laughs> Ooh. Get the frick out of here. Kyle Whittingham's a Satanist. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what to say there. It just pisses me off. Utah's so lucky. And I hate it. I and they were them. lucky to even be in the yeah, game. They shouldn't even been in it. It was they like technicality. was up 17-0, yeah. dominating. Yeah. yeah. And then... Freakishly injures his leg when he, yeah. for whatever reason, slid instead of just running out of bounds at the five yard. Yeah. yeah. Was... Well, and also, like he was up 17 points or whatever, 14 points, right in the second, in the latter half of the second quarter. Then they go down by a bunch, and then he gets injured. So it wasn't like him getting injured was the reason they lost. No, they were still getting their absolute patootles handed to him when he got injured. I, it was pull your hair out. Frustrating, yeah. especially as a BYU fan, because Utah shouldn't have been in the game. They nope. got in on a technicality because they didn't play Washington, mm -hmm. and and then they go and win it again. It reminded me of like 2020 when Oregon wa went to the championship and beat USC because of COVID, and Washington yeah. couldn't go. Yep, it was ridiculous. But <clears throat> I also thought it was very funny because Sean Nua, one of the defensive staff for USC, was being rumored for the BYU defensive coordinator job. Get the frick out of here! <laughs> and me and my dad were watching the game. We're like. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> Stay away. no, 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 no. I was, I was literally watching BYU play. When the, whatever the frick, Jasmine, whatever the frick, scored the long touchdown, and the guy had the safety to beat, and the safety pulled the frickin' Ammon Hanneman from the first touchdown. That he got <laughs> the like, don't even get me started on Ammon Hanneman, okay? Take his jersey away. I still, I, I get nauseous when I watch that play. Like, I, There's a couple I, guys on the I get nauseous yeah. when Who's I watch Ammon Hanneman. Who's the other safety that we Talon Alfrey. Yeah, Talon Alfrey. Alfrey. Talon Alfrey's I mean, another guy that we wanted to brother game. Talonless Alfrey. It was... <laughs> <laughs> Dance with a sailor today. That's my mission companion's cousin, actually. Oh, so I'm stay, stay quiet on the matter. Disavow. But, Disavow. But, um, uh, yeah, it was, it was nasty. If, if uh, Ammon Hanneman's on scholarship next year, I'm not paying tithing. <laughs> Fair enough. Yep. Uh, the next game, the, okay, this game, this had me even more mad than the Pac-12 game because Pac-X, <laughs> excuse me, yep. um, watch it. I woke up in the morning, I'm like, alright, it's championship, this is going to be great, yes. sit down, get to watch TCU football in the spotlight, 10 a.m., ABC, Max Duggan was a freaking animal. 
I don't know what to say about the officials. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're idiots. They're idiots. So they go down in overtime. Max Duggan playing freaking his lights out. He literally almost had a heart attack. He yeah. looks like yeah. he got shot in the chest. He literally <laughs> like, had like open heart surgery like four yeah. months before the season started. And it looked like he was going to need it again. Dude, literally the announcers for the game, which I, I'll speak to them later. Yeah. But they were like, somebody get this kid some oxygen. <laughs> he was like bending over and he had to go back in the next play. And he's like... <gasps> Oh, it was ridiculous. And, and then, he still ran the football. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> First time in overtime, refs got the call wrong. He dies for the end zone. And yes, he was down when the ball was short. The ball was millimeters yeah. from the goal line. Yeah. And where do they put it? Maybe two inches. The All the way back at the yard line. <laughs> what the heck was that? Ridiculous. And you could see it clear as freaking day. Mm -hmm. And then on the next play, they run the run up the middle Literally sky cam, okay? It's like right over the goal line. The running back jumps onto the pile, reaches the ball across the goal line, clear as day to literally everyone except Kirk Herbstreet and Chris <laughs> Fowler and the officials. And nothing, not even a review. It was disgusting. Yeah, the, the tip of the ball didn't just break like the initial plane. It was past the secondary plane of the goal line. <laughs> yes. Like it wasn't close. That ball was in. Yeah, and it blew my mind how we're looking at it live on television, and Kirk and Chris are like, oh, 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 oh the angle isn't directly above the goal line. It's, at a, a it's, not, it's not straight down. It's like at a, a one degree off on the angle, you and, know, the hypotenuse. And the, the poor, like, official guy that they call in, like, once again yeah, to help the, with the call. The consultant. He's guy. like, guys, I think that ball's across the goal line. And they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Go back to your cell. We'll call you out when you're ready again. You can't be saying that. <laughs> anyway, obviously, K-State deserves credit. They played with TCU. They had the lead, right? But TCU should have won that freaking game. Yeah. That was disappointing that they lost. And they lost their spot in the playoff. The horny toad was hypno toad. <laughs> horny toad. A little different. The horny toad. <laughs> the you might be horny. horny. I don't know. <laughs> the horny hypno toad. <laughs> I won't judge. All I know is their playoff run is now over. Yeah. It's a good season. They'll be playing some bowl, but they'll play in the Myrtle Beach Bowl against UConn. Yep. <laughs> so much for that. Am I, am I missing something here? What? What? TCU was in the playoff. Oh, Wait, yeah, what? about that. TCU is one of the <laughs> they they maintain their ranking at number Wait, three. So the what CFP committee made a rational decision? What do you mean they're in the playoffs? <laughs> what? Good thing USC, who was penalized for pay, playing an extra game though, was dropped to number five, so that Ohio State, who sat on their butt, I mean, congratulations to you guys, but who sat on their butt and did nothing to deserve it, got the number four spot. This yeah. is what I'll say. I mean, about uh, yeah, go. No, I, this is what I'll say about the matter. Did we deserve it? No. Did anybody else deserve it? No. no. So we, I'll take it. Thank you. We deserved exactly. it the least least. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we okay. deserved, it, deserved it the least most. Okay. The, yes. the, the least least. The most the least. least. The yeah. most least. Yeah. The yeah. Least yeah. out of all you know? the least. Because yeah, the you least can't put least. in a two-loss team nope. over a one-loss team. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. No. You no. cannot do that. No didn't way. even win their division. Yeah. I mean, I guess Ohio State didn't win their division. You just can't do that. So... Alabama fans can shut it, dude. And Saban can go dink around in the monkey bowl or wherever the frick he's going. Yep. And, like, although, yeah, should Ohio State be in there? Are we going to beat Georgia? You know, who knows? Who knows? But 
Alabama shouldn't have been in there, and like that's just what had to happen, you know. I'm I'm very happy with the playoff selection. It's gonna be a fun one. Can you imagine a rematch in the national championship? Ohio State. Michigan. Ohio State rematch. <laughs> I will say this: that will be Duke UNC in the Final Four on steroids. Oh, it will be the greatest gosh. sports spectacle yeah, of the really last 100 years. Now, again, Ohio State maybe doesn't deserve to be in the playoff, but that game. That would be the game to end all games. But that's also when everyone, like, when people say Ohio State doesn't deserve to be in the playoffs, it's when they show up for the playoff. You exactly. Know? Like 2014. 2014, and then when we beat Clemson. Yep. And then the other year. And so, you know, flash to Michael Scott saying, no doubt about it, I'm ready to be hurt again. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, here I am. Here we go again. <laughs> My one comment on the matter is if TCU does not make the championship game, I will throw a 75 pound dumbbell. Through my television. <laughs> oh my. We will live stream it for everybody. <laughs> okay. I, uh, I w- would do the same, frankly. <laughs> I'm a hypnotoad believer. Yes. The hypnotoad. They hypnotized the college football playoff committee. They uh, did. Into it making, worked. Making they the right did. choice. Good, good so, for them. You know, good. The horny toads live to see another day. <laughs> Can I just ask, like, why does nobody talk about, like, Sonny Dykes? Like, just oh my casually gosh. jumping from SMU to TCU and taking him to the CFP in his first year. First year. <laughs> just like, and, and everyone's just like, oh, yeah. Impressive. And they showed clips of him. People were like, when you say championships, you mean like college football playoff or like Big 12? And he was like, well, I don't want to put too much pressure on us yet. Like, I don't think we should call him out. This is the first press conference, like <laughs> earlier this year. And he's in the college football yeah, now he's in the CFP. And it's yes. not like his team was stacked. This is a yeah. team full of, like... Max Duggan, Isn't bro. Max string? Duggan. Yeah, yeah. yeah he didn't even string. start the season. Like, no. Yes. R- wild. And I, then he just won the freaking something the or other. Award? Yeah, Sorry. Johnny the Golden Boy. Boy or whatever it was. Golden Boy. Yeah. I don't know. There's too many awards. Yeah, the, he won the best QB in the nation award. Okay, cool. That means he won the Heisman, right? Caleb uh, Williams. Huh? Oh, frick you, Caleb Williams. He's going to win the Heisman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pissing me off. Honestly, he deserves it, to be honest. He can suck it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. all right, man, the his nails probably shouldn't win the Heisman. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> anyway, um, Jared's getting based. Derek Carr. Is Jared Jared getting hey, canceled again? I have said no, no, no. Jared no, no. got canceled like no. four times last year. Careful, I will say this: careful. ever since Derek Carr, Derek Carr played for Fregno Staple, he's been wearing eyeliner every game. Okay, you can't make me be- not believe that. Maybe he's just become permanent. Like, did he get yeah. eyeliner tattooed? He got a surgery, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Tattooed yeah. eyeliner. He a sold seizure. his rivalry trophy for an eyeliner tattoo. <laughs> you know, you know, get, like their eyebrows tattooed on. Yeah, yeah good well, business. Why not eyeliner? That's yeah. a theory for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, all right, uh, I I think we've covered everything about that. Yeah. yeah um, right. Also, up are the bowl games. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree bowl games the best time yes. of the year. Just sit on your butt all Christmas break. Watch games from like when do they start? Usually like nine a.m. all the way until the end. Uh, yeah, Mountain Time. I'll be in the Pacific Time Zone, so I get to Ooh. wake up bright and early to watch my games. Dude, even better. Bacon and eggs games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the Coors Light commercial. I get up early in the morning. Love that. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Yeah. Uh, we are doing a bowl games or a bowl picks group on ESPN through Capital One Bowl Mania. Everybody, go join. Uh, Royal Strong and True was unfortunately taken when I set up these groups. How? So wow. I know, right? I don't know. <laughs> is, it, is it our group from last year? No, it's it's a different group. What the frick? Yeah, we've got a lawsuit. Yep, we have a lawsuit on our hands. Anyway, so Royal <laughs> Saul, Royal Strong and True, straight up. 
is the name no ampersand a n d right royal comma strong comma and true straight up for straight up picks if you want to do confidence with us which is where you pick the winners and then organize all the bowl games by confidence points Mm -hmm. so if you have it at 42 and you win you get 42 points because you're confident Mm -hmm. in it um if you want to do that one it's royal strong and true confidence so everybody go join right now pause the podcast go join you can find the links to join those on our instagram and twitter as well that might be a little easier than trying to search it up. So just hop on our Instagram and Twitter real quick at Loyal to Royal Pod, where you can find those links, click on them, and join the group. Winner gets a box of Cheez-Its. A box of Cheez-Its, yes. Like we did last year to send, the guest that sent that through the United <laughs> States Postal Service. <laughs> yes. Good. It'll be fun. Yeah. I'm in. All right. Jacob's doing it right now on his phone. He's yep, here I go. Literally filling out his bowl picks. Tap, tap, He's tap. going right now. Scroll, scroll, tap, tap. So let's talk about the bowl projections. Mm. There's some oh, very um, yes. interesting bowl projections by Jared, including December 21st and December 24th. Yep. Um, yep. Which were on the graphic. Spell check was not 21st. working, apparently. <laughs> did you get any of your bowl predictions right? I did. I oh. got three bowl games 100% correct. Oh. Yeah, I got the LA Bowl, the Myrtle Beach Bowl, and the Citrus Bowl 100% correct. I was very proud of that. Um, on the other ones, I had I had Cincy Louisville as the correct matchup, but in the wrong bowl, so that was weird. Oh, yeah. And then I had That's a bunch a crazy of one. I had a bunch of that is a crazy one. Yeah. Lo- the, didn't Louisville just hire coach? someone? Who did they hire? The it's head coach at Louisville left to go to Cincy, and now Cincy's mm-hmm. playing Louisville. Uh, is he acting as head coach? Right? Then? I don't know. I don't know. And I think he is. It's yes. played That's in crazy. a baseball stadium, so the benches are on the same yeah, side. Yeah, I side. Like, oh, uh-huh. I mean, is he just gonna frick them over and just use all their plays? Like, <laughs> is he head coach? Like, I don't That's know. That's gonna be good. That's Bad gonna be good for Yeah. Anyway, I went probably twenty percent, maybe twenty five percent on other teams in other bowl games. So I'm pretty proud of myself. No Clap back. it up for me, everybody. That's good. Well done. Impressive. Well done. All right. Uh, next up on the docket, we have a very fun game that we're going to play with you. Jacob is being thrown into the game without good. knowing beforehand what the heck we're doing. Good. Um, good. Mm-hmm. We are doing a bowl draft, everybody. Hey. We know that there's a lot of bowl games. We'll be previewing them and doing our picks for those bowls in the next episode. This one, we're just going to do a draft with us four. Mm-hmm. So the way this is going to work, we're going to do a snake draft. We're going to figure out what order that snake draft is going to go in right now. Ooh. Uh, we're going to pick a random way to determine this. We still haven't figured it out. It's going to be off the top of our head. Yep. But it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a snake draft. We are going to pick our bowls, and then we will make a post on the Instagram and Twitter with our dockets, with our lineups. Dockets. And you guys will vote on what is the most exciting slate of bowl games. Winner. Koto's head just got crushed. What? What's going on? Koto's almost just decapitated. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. I found a book. All right. We got a book. Yeah. Well, I didn't read Star Wars Thrawn. Yeah. It's actually... I read the first 400 pages of random word, and we have to guess what letter it starts with? Yes. You have to guess how many vowels are in the word. Oh. Okay. 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 So, I'm flipping. I'm not looking. All right. I have chosen a word. Okay. Got it. Do you want to pick first, Jacob? Yeah. Jacob picks first. Two vowels. Two vowels. One vowel. One vowel. Give me three vowels. Three vowels. I'll go one vowel as well. One, two, three! Oh, Justin gets God. first pick! Alright, alright, alright. Us three. Okay, Ready? okay, yeah, yeah. What's right. the word? Intruders. Intruders! Yes. Let's right. go! Next word. Uh, I'll go first this time. I'm gonna go two vowels. I'm gonna go three vowels. One vowel. 
Oh, it's one vowel. Yeah. It is new. New. All right. BJ, let's go. Uh, All right. Uh, not looking, not looking, not looking. Okay. One or two? Two. Two? I'm going four. four. Oh, oh, my goodness. Shoot. Drinking, it's two. Okay. Oh. All right. All right. So to go, it's just go in order. Nice. How are yeah. we sitting? Counterclockwise. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I get the first pick. We are not including playoff games in this, here. but we will yeah. be including New Year's Six. And with the first pick, I have to go. This will probably be a pretty coveted pick. Um, this is the bowl game I personally am most excited for because it's got a lot of grudge match to it. Okay. Give me the All-State Sugar Bowl, Alabama Ooh. versus Kansas State. Mm. Alabama is discounting Kansas State, saying they want to play a real team and that they should be in the playoff. Kansas State is a real dang team. This is going to be a lot of fun. Give me Alabama versus Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl. Okay. That was definitely my number one pick. Highest on my draft board. Um... With my second pick, or my first pick, but the second pick overall, I think I'm going to go with. This might be heretical. Uh oh. Uh oh, Dan. It's the Rose Bowl. Oh! Utah versus Penn State. This is an intriguing matchup. Mm -hmm. Two similar teams. Yes. But I would dare say they're the same team. Yeah. 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 It's, it's basically Fair. a scrimmage. Except squad squad Yeah. Um, what would make this bowl game all the better is if Utah took a slice of humble pie and had it shoved down their throat. Ooh. Yeah. Viciously and That's the other reason. Feed em. That's why Force I'm picking this bowl em. game. Utah humbling. And an intra-squad scrimmage. <laughs> I, I dare say that is a good pick, Daniel. Oh, thank you. I will, I will avoid much. that to you. Rose Bowl. Jacob, who you got? Okay. My first pick... I'm gonna go with North Carolina, Oregon. Okay. Dang it! Ooh, that was, that was, that was my next Oregon. pick. Good pick. Good I pick. think the, the uniform matchup bowl. is gonna be to die for. First yes. off, oh I'm yes, go all powder blues. Yep. And Carolina you know, blue. Oregon is just such a good mediocre team, and UNC is like good compared to what it was, but now it's just mediocre as well. And they're both fun teams to watch. I think we'll see some high flying, crazy football and beautiful uniforms. Yes, Oregon is That's one of the highest line. scoring teams, and UNC is one of the highest points allowed teams. Yep. So <laughs> should be fun. All right. Uh, unfortunately, Dan picked my first pick. Oh, Rose good. I am Jared's going. Got two picks right now, though. Uh, snake draft. Yes, right? I. And I'm gonna go with two. I'm gonna go first with the Alamo Bowl. Dang. Okay. It. Yep. Okay. okay. Texas versus Washington. Yep. Action. Texas Washington. I think that one's gonna be a very Michael fun Penix game. Michael Jr. Yes. Big penis Emphasis energy. On the X. Sorry. Uh, yeah. X. <laughs> Sorry. My bad. Um. <laughs> Uh, and I'm going to go with the Cotton Bowl. We got USC and Tulane. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm very excited for that one. I think that one is a, a lot of points as well. And I think Tulane has a good shot to win that game. Yeah. I, they, they have a very good team. USC is a little dinged up. They've got the classic we don't want to be here vibe going right now. Uh, so give me that one. I'm, I'm excited for that one. All right, back around. Okay. For my next pick, we're going to have to go with Old Faithful, all right? Okay. Now, will it be exciting from a detached standpoint? Probably. Probably. But I'm going to go with the New Mexico Bowl, okay? All right, all right. Home, home sweet Albuquerque or whatever the frick. Yeah. BYU-SMU, uh, you know, who knows what BYU will do. It will be a good game probably, I think. I think it's a good matchup personally. 
and uh, it should be exciting. Over under 71. That's 71, a lot of points. That's a lot that of points. That is a lot of points. <laughs> you know, let's see if we can make points go on the board. Yeah, speaking of points on the board, the NFL game we're watching, field goal. 16 to 3, baby. Wow. Talk field about goals. Talk about lots of points, man. Real wow. good job. Barn burner. Emotional roller coaster this game. Dan, who do you got? Um, this, I'm debating whether I should go with this one or not. I'm going to do it. It's the Gator Bowl. Ooh. Notre Dame versus South Carolina. This is an interesting game. South Carolina ended the season on a pretty high note. I guess you could you say might that. Say, beating <laughs> both Tennessee and Clemson. So why aren't they in the Orange Bowl then? I don't know. They'd be both of the teams because there. Because their team color is not orange. Ah, true. My bad. Unlike that one. the two teams in the Orange Bowl. <laughs> so yeah, that's my pick. The Gator Bowl, Notre Dame versus South Carolina on December 30th. Ooh, nice. All right. Uh, I do think this was kind of a top-heavy draft. Um, <laughs> yeah. I feel like at this That's point, we're, we're, we're How kinda, many picks are we doing? Five. Uh, we're, we're Five. Going <laughs> but, um, okay. Um, next up, so I got two picks here. This yep. is going to be mm-hmm. interesting. I, I have my, my second pick, but I want to make sure I get my first one uh, going well. Um, nuts. Yeah, this is this is kind of my like. It's tough. My top ones just like all kind of went at at once. Um, give me. This is going to be a very interesting game to me. I mean personally, um, the ReliaQuest Bowl on January second, Mississippi State taking on Illinois. Very interesting mm, game. Nice one. Illinois, are they good? Who knows? Or do they just play in the Big Ten West? <laughs> it's the question that everybody wants to know, and we get Mike Leach. What will he say in the press conference after all of that January 1st festivities? The world may never know. Uh, how many more players is he going to offend and probably his team? We yeah. should have about that transfer announcement. Oh, my goodness. Also, battle of the playing styles in that game, right? Illinois just wants to run the ball down your throat. Mike Leach wouldn't run the ball if there was no. a gun to his head. So <laughs> Exactly. That's, I, that, that's an interesting matchup for sure. My next pick is kind of a bowl game that I know, like, it's a good football game, but I don't know how much the fans will appreciate it because I do think that I'm going to lose this vote. But I think <laughs> this is a great, great game. Give me the Duluth Trading Cure Bowl. Dang it! Where you have UTSA, the Conference USA champions, taking on Troy, the Fun Belt trend champions. We got CUSA versus Fun Belt. It's going to be a really fun game. Both of these teams are very good. 11-win teams, both of them. Yeah, these are both very good teams. I think it's going to be a lot of fun this game. December 16th, 3 p.m. Heck yeah, why not? On a Friday. So, okay. give me the cue This game is going to be a banger. Whether you believe it or not, mm-hmm. that game is going to be exciting. All right. I'm up again. Uh, with my pick, I'm going... Let's see. I'm going with the Jimmy Kimmel Los Angeles. Gosh, dang. Oh, Washington go State versus Fresno State. Nice oh. West Coast match. Fregno Staple. Fregno Staple. Fregno Staple, yep. Wazoo, the other Cougars, mm. versus Fregno Staple. 3.30 on December 17th. Nice midday game. Mm-hmm. Have a snack during Prepare that game. Prepare your BYU game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. That could be an interesting game. You know, a little uh, West Coast um, has Pac-12 team versus have-nots. Maybe Ooh. want to have. Well, they the may be in the West same team. conference. Give it a year or two. Oh, yeah. Stay <laughs> tuned. <laughs> No, that's a good pick. I always like the P5 versus G5 matchups. Yes. That's a good one. Exactly. Jacob, who you got? Has someone already picked the Fiesta Bowl? No. Uh, no CFPs. 
Oh, no, see, yeah, we're not yeah, 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 no playoff bowls. <clears throat> well, we'll go with Texas Washington, okay? I already went with okay, <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> never mind. I'm tripping. Grasping uh, at straws here. <laughs> let's go with Syracuse, Minnesota. Okay. Right. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. That's a good You know, one. the pinstripe bowl. Are they good games? Yes. yes. Really. I, I have know? that on my list. I the winner is good. Little, maybe, right? It might be good. You know, who knows? <laughs> That's good pick. Good All pick. Right. Good pick. All right. My next one, I've got the Birmingham Bowl. Now, let me say this about the Birmingham Bowl. The Birmingham Bowl is probably the greatest trophy. Uh, It has the best trophy for all of them. It's literally like Paul Bunyan or somebody that's wearing nothing but a shirt and an apron. Yeah. If you turn the statue around, that man has the hardest butt cheeks you <laughs> yeah. have ever seen. His cheeks just, are just hanging out. Flat out in the open. Yeah. Those were frighteningly large <laughs> and formed. And they're also <laughs> clenched, bro. You know it's holding yes. something. Rock hard. Yeah, I mean, um, you know. <laughs> Look at that. Turn out the brightness on that one. Everybody Blue wants questions. to have that. Yeah. Is there? Is he just butt naked? Is he's, that what it is? He's, he's wearing just butt naked. It's like I don't know. Is he even wearing pants? Like he has an apron on. It's just apron. It's not even like assless chaps. It's just straight up an apron. <laughs> yes. He's wearing an apron with no pants. It, it looks suspiciously like there's a G string or something that goes into his butt crack. <laughs> I won't lie. Sexy Paul Bunyan. Suspicious. <laughs> he's also like four feet tall. Like that's a big trophy. Yeah, anyway, look man. how freaking tall this thing is. Put that one in a glass case, stand alone. Oh my goodness. Yes. And, and then just flip it around it. backwards. Have yeah. it spinning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have it Rotating. That trophy would not be allowed at BYU. No. <laughs> I wish we were in that. They would not put that out. Now, the question of the day is not who is playing in this bowl, but is the front anatomically correct as well? Mm. <laughs> Underneath know? the apron. Right, you should make the apron clock. A real clock. <laughs> a real clock. A real clock. <laughs> <laughs> lift it up. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, anyway, would you... Well, look you under the hook. Talk about lifting bit. it up. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, uh, my next or the teams playing in that one we should probably talk about yeah. East Carolina versus Coastal Carolina. Mm. These are the best teams in the Carolinas. Don't give me Clemson. Don't give me UNC or Wake Forest. These are the best teams. Also, I dare say these are the two teams with fan bases that care the most in those two states. Yeah. This is going yeah. to be a banger of a game. Obviously, all-time uniform matchup yeah. and yeah. mascot mashup. Yeah. Pirates yeah. and Shanta somethings. Gamecocks. Shanta Gamecocks. Shanta Clears. Yeah, some <laughs> some barnyard cocks going up against some pirates. <laughs> uh, I think that one's gonna be a really good one. Who's better, directional or geographical? Ooh, coastal versus Dude, east. All the stakes in this one. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yep. Not gonna make a joke about Paul Bunyan with that one. <laughs> um, Next up, I'm going with the Military Bowl, UCF oh. and Duke. Okay. Duke going bowling this yeah, year. Well, How about like that? Yeah, it's a good it, it, It's a fun one. And also the G5, P5, UCF going to the Power 5 yep. next year. This is a good matchup. I really enjoy this one. This will be on Wednesday the 28th at noon. Nice. Okay. Uh, I'm debating here. Let me see here, okay? Give me my alma mater, okay? Yo. Give me mater. the first responder bowl. At Utah State. Give me my cows against the Memphis Tigers. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Should be fun. You know, Blake Anderson's kind of got his tail between his legs. Kind of a little hurt. Pride hurt. Thought he was all that last year. Whew. Their miracle season. And, uh, you know, Memphis <laughs> is Memphis. They got some cool uniforms and whatnot. So, True. frick it. Oh, yeah. We're going with the first responder bowls. Go Aggies. Can we get a crawl? 
Ooh, I would love to get another Ralph Memphis, Memphis. bro. I would love to see Kainakua back Memphis in there. Last time played a Utah team. True. Kainakua sucker punched the shiz out of some guy. <laughs> and I would love to see more of that. He know? just flies in at the end of the game. <laughs> Freaking superhero Marvel brought down the hammer on the guy's face. <laughs> oh, baby. All right, Dan, who you got? All right. I could not care less about the teams playing in this bowl. Ooh, oh. okay. But the bowl itself is amazing. Uh-huh. It's the Cheez-It Bowl. Hey! Cheez-It Cheez Bowl. Cheez They're going to have that decked out uh, hotel room with yes. pure Cheez-It top to bottom, left to right. Cheez-It uh, bedspread, Cheez-It curtains. You got to love it. I have a Cheez-It shirt. Yeah, I have one. Cheez-It we shirt. Go. <laughs> We're all fans of Cheez-Its, so yes. yep. let's support this Cheez bowl game. Cheez-Its win. Yep. I woke uh, up feeling the cheesiest coach. So I get my last two picks right here. Um, I'm extremely surprised that this game fell to this point. Interesting. Okay. Um, I'm excited to see which one. This is a huge. I think I know. He's, I think he was going to know. The fourth yeah. round. Uh, this is going to be. The, Give me the Capital One Orange Bowl. Orange Bowl. Yeah. The Orange Bowl. Okay. Tennessee okay. and Clemson playing each other. Two orange teams in the Orange Bowl. Will they both wear orange? Will we get some purple? Will we get some purple? It from will the be interesting. So give me the Capital One Orange Bowl. Watch. That's extremely intriguing. It it is, and especially because Hennon Hooker's out. Yep. DJ Ongalunga Bunga Bunga mm -hmm. is in the transfer <laughs> portal. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we don't know what we're gonna get. Clemson horrific. At offense, yep, yeah. and Tennessee horrific at defense. Mm -hmm. Now, I uniform matchup will be as follows: neither team will blur orange. It's going to be purple on gray. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I like that. Bowl. That'd be nice. There's smoky gray uniforms. <laughs> that would Some be fantastic. Orange Excuse me. Anyway, good pick, Justin. Uh, this last one is a principal pick. Um, all right, all right. I really don't know. Like, this was kind of a top-heavy draft. I'm torn between two <laughs> things. I'm torn between, um, sorry, I, I just lost it. I, uh, the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, it's not my official pick. I'm just saying I'm torn between that. Kay. Ohio, I do think Ohio is a good team. A very good team. They failed me in the MAC championship game. Lost their quarterback. So, yep. yeah, that absolutely sucked. So, that's an interesting game. But as a principal pick, because LSU, once on their sideline, mm. had hot chocolate and hot chicken broth. Because mm. it was cold out. That's right? lovely. Yep. Oh, One stuff. bowl game announced that on their sideline to keep their players warm. Oh, they I know where you're going. A hot tub of mayonnaise. Yeah. The Duke's Mayo Bowl. <laughs> I cannot wait to see one of the two head coaches of Maryland or NC State get a tub full of mayonnaise dumped on their head. <laughs> also, Give me the Duke's Mayo. Old rivals, these schools. Mm -hmm. NC State, great yep. defense. Maryland has a frisky offense. Good matchup. Old ACC matchup back in the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Duke's Mayo Bowl on Twitter also. Hilarious follow. Yeah. I will say one of my favorite things about bowl season is bowl Twitter banter. Hilarious. Yeah. Remember, the Duke's Mayo Bowl is the official bowl game of the Sickos Committee. Exactly. Yes, that's That's another reason why. Good pick, Justin. Good Sickos pick. Sickos Committee. All right. For my last pick, I'm going with sort of an anti-pick. An oh, anti so laughably horrible matchup. I'm picking the Music City Bowl in Nashville, Tennessee, <laughs> noon on New Year's Eve. No! We have Iowa versus Kentucky. I, <laughs> <saw that. laughs> 
I saw that pick when I was looking through it. I was like, wow. That's the worst <laughs> game of the football one, you'll ever see. I just never want to watch Iowa football again. Their jerseys are horrible. Kentucky Don't even get me started. Second string quarterback, Iowa on its third string quarterback. Yeah. And just throw back to when all the Utah fans are like, Florida loses to Kentucky, and they're like, oh, Kentucky's so good. Will Kentucky's so. No, no, you don't understand, dude. I was in the swamp, bro. I saw Florida's insane, bro. Like, you don't understand. They're so good. Like, shut up, dude. Oh, no. Kentucky sucks. Florida sucks. Utah sucks, okay? Kyle Whittingham, no. if he didn't have a freaking pentagram and was cutting his wrist, freaking worshiping the devil to get the freaking thing. Okay, has someone right. chosen the Liberty Bowl? Already. No. Liberty no. Liberty Give me the Liberty Bowl, okay? I want to see Kansas. Where do they play this at? Does anyone know? I want to see him play in an NFL venue, and oh, I want to see Kansas fans freaking win and then swarm the fields, overrun the security guards like World War Z, and rip down the NFL goalposts. <laughs> and I want to see them. I want to just see pandemonium when Kansas wins this bowl game. So this game is played at Philadelphia Municipal Stadium. What is that? I um I I'm seeing it at the center? Memphis. I got what Memphis. I'm seeing it in Memphis. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we got some controversy. The AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Yeah. Yes. I I don't know if that's correct. That's just, I got Memphis as well. I got Memphis Tennessee <laughs> on my Memphis, schedule. Memphis Tennessee as in the Tennessee Titans. Maybe. Interesting. Well, I have no idea. Rocky. It t- appears that they have moved the Liberty Bowl. Give them. I want to see. <laughs> first of all, you know, this is just America's team. Okay. Yes, it is. We thought they were going to go nine and whatever the freak earlier on, and they just yeah. got to bowl eligibility and said, "All right, we're chilling until the the bowl." Yeah. Now it the is one in thing, Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium. The one in Memphis, Bank right? Liberty. Yes. yes. What is that? A rec center or something? Memphis Fairgrounds. This <laughs> is the home football stadium of Memphis. The Memphis Tigers. The Memphis Tigers. Okay. Well, frick their goalposts. Okay. <laughs> we're coming for them. They're coming. We're for coming for them. They're coming down. The one thing Gosh. that Kansas has left to do is win a bowl game. You know how Tennessee threw its goalposts in the river? Mm, yeah. Kansas should let's just like take down the goalposts, march all the way to Tennessee's river, yeah. and throw it in there. <laughs> yeah. yes. We should start um, like a freaking pile, a monument. <laughs> At this outside Nailing Stadium, they're just no, goal all these different goalposts. We should have like flatbed trucks on standby when they beat their rival or something, and just <laughs> ship them off to freaking Nailing Stadium. And then and just make a giant like tower, dude. It'd be like a throne of college football. The Vol Navy is like coming in to go to the games and they just like get shipwrecked on all of the goalposts. <laughs> it becomes a graveyard with like hammerhead sharks and, then and they shiz. And then they make like a throne out of all the melded down goalposts like Game of Thrones and then like <laughs> that'd be epic. Uh, Kansas is also in that game. They're playing Arkansas. For yeah. I know, you gets know. to use the phrase Kansas. Uh, yeah, Austin true. Kansas or Kansas. Kansas yeah. Who? This Arkansas. is over the rights for the children. Yeah, Jared's got the last pick of the draft. Oh, I'm gonna make this a good one, guys. Mm. I'm gonna make it a good one. The F- are we going FCS? No, <laughs> no, we are going to go with the bowl to end all bowls. Oh. Literally. Okay, we're going with the Quick Lane Bowl, baby. New Mexico State and Bowling Green. Oh yes. wow, yes. sickos, baby. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. It is That's going, a game. And it's, at, of all places, it will be played in the Detroit Lions Stadium. Yeah, Detroit. Oh my, give yeah. Kansas. Give that to Kansas. Come on. This is going to be absolutely amazing. It is the only game on, on that Monday. Monday the 26th, you'll be forced to put your eyes on the television 
to watch New Mexico State, who had to get a waiver from the NCAA to even play in this game because yep. they played two FCS teams, and then Bowling Green, who Justin so affectionately named Field Hockey Yellow. Field Hockey Yellow. That, yes, one, field that hockey was good. Yellow. That one field was good. Hockey yellow. I remember that one. Can we just take a moment to appreciate the two teams with possibly the most ugly uniforms in college football <laughs> will be playing each other? Disgusting. Both what even is New Mexico brown State? Brown and orange. New Mexico State is like, like a, a maroon gray, and silver. Uh, maroon. Yeah. yeah. Maroon and silver. Kind of thing. I, I hope that Bowling Green just goes straight up like all brown color rush <laughs> with orange numbers. <laughs> and then New Mexico yes. State goes all maroon. Yes. <laughs> with like I would love it. Very dark gray numbers that blend into the yes. maroon. It's just like oh, poop no. and then bloody poop. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Rectal bleeding bowl. <laughs> the quick lane bowl. <laughs> we Asian, don't even need to make that joke. The Asian zing zang bowl. The zang bowl. The zang bowl. Uh, all right. Uh, oh, let's yeah. just recap. Mine are the Alamo, Cotton, Birmingham, Military, and Quick Lane. Jacob? I hope you wrote them down. <laughs> yes, we did. Okay. The Holiday, New Mexico, Bad Boy, Pinstripe, Ooh, First Responder, and Liberty. I got the Rose, the Gator, Jimmy Kimmel, Los Angeles, Cheez-It, of course, and then Music City. I have the Sugar Bowl, the ReliaQuest Bowl, Cure Bowl, Orange Bowl, and the Duke's Mayo Bowl. How did Justin end up with like three (laughs) games on New Year's? Yeah, yeah, baby! (laughs) Alright, that was a good draft, that was fun. That Uh, was fun, that was good. Next episode, we'll actually make our picks for these games with our classic one minute per bowl game speed round. Uh, if Jacob's here, he can also join us for okay. that one as Absolutely. well. More than welcome. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thanks for joining. Don't forget to join our bowl picks group. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't watch the NFL. This has been a good thing that we've been together for this yeah. because if not, this this would be going very poorly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This is basically more exciting. Thursday night football or any NFL game for that matter, or the Music City Bowl between Iowa and Kentucky. I dare say I Iowa, feel like Kentucky. we're watching the Iowa Kentucky game right here. You know, it's sixteen just, to three. Yeah, okay. That's gonna be so ugly. Ugh, it is going to be ugly. Let's see the worst FCS football team in Division One AA. Okay, is you I'm trying live to find research it. here on the pod. Yeah, Love I, that. I'm really trying to find it. Um, I I can't find it. So uh, that's <laughs> there. Oh wait wait wait! I found a website. Utah Tech. I did find a website. Oh, it is Presbyterian College. Oh nice. I Presbyterian College play New Mexico State or Bowling Green or Akron. I would watch Presbyterian play Akron over the NFL. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. that about sums up our feelings about the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Exactly. I think that sounds about right. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, that's a good note to end on. Yeah. Uh, let's what did, what's McKinley's quote? Uh, the NFL can suck it. Yay! Man, suck! Shout out to McKinley for that. Suck it, suck Thank it, you for joining it. us for this episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. We are glad we had a guest on the pod. Yeah! My we... debut appearance. I'm losing my podcast virginity. Yeah! Oh, my. Congratulations! <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good thing that we're ending right now. Uh, old Baker Mayfield might be the go. Anyway, uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at LoyalToRoyalPod. Make sure that you are downloading the episodes. It helps more than you can know. Leave those five-star reviews. Share it with your friends. Help this community grow. We love what we've built. We want it to keep growing. So, without further ado, we tell you, we Wait. say goodbye. Breaking and, news. Uh, we got some breaking, breaking news. news. Oh, breaking news. <laughs> Gavin Baxter. 
has medically retired from basketball. What? Wow. 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 Didn't see he, that one oh coming. Oh, my goodness. What? He gets injured or something? Holy cow. Uh, yeah, subs- I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, make sure you're right. subscribed. Turn on auto-download. Bye. We love you. All right. Uh, ciao, ciao. Yeah. Thank love you. you. Come on now.